The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Well, good morning and welcome to the Source of Truth podcast and thanks for joining us on this Friday morning. And happy Friday. The week is almost over and you get to say the weekend is upon us with extra relaxation. Uh, in our area, it's going to be quite warm in the next couple of days. And so we will, uh, winter is finally gone. I guess we could look at it that way. We look forward to a great weekend. We would invite you to join us. Uh, Sunday morning, 10 o'clock, as we have a time of worship together, and we look forward to the great time of worship. And it'll be 10 o'clock in the morning. If you can't make it in person, we invite you to join us online. It's at our website at bensalembaptist.org, or you can catch us on our YouTube channel or our Facebook page, and they'll be streaming to all three of those areas. This morning's exciting as we are starting a new book in the Bible. Uh, We just finished yesterday the book of Ecclesiastes. I mentioned it just seemed like it flew But it ended up being, I said 45, actually 43 different episodes in the book of Ecclesiastes, 43 different devotionals. Uh, Today we're going to start in the book of Ephesians. I was looking it up. In the almost two years we've done this, um, we've only actually done one New Testament book. So this is the second one we'll be doing. Uh, Going through the New Testament books is a little different. Old Testament, a lot of times there's larger chunks of Scripture, you know, multiple Scriptures or, you know, verses, many verses to cover one thought. Uh, In in Ephesians, you're going to find that even today, we're going to deal with one verse. So we'll find that we won't necessarily cover larger sections of Scripture at each devotional, but we'll be able to pull thoughts out from different ones. And so my goal is to help us as we examine the book of Ephesians to understand what it is, um, to learn a little bit how to study the Word of God. But in this situation, we're, we're kind of titling uh, uh, the book of Ephesians under the idea of our identity, our identity in Christ, as we'll see here at the beginning. Identity is something that is, is so massive today. Uh, we look at identity, and it kind of establishes who we are. And I think today a lot of people battle with this idea of identity, who they are, their value and things of that nature. So our goal through scripture is to recognize that if we find our identity in Christ, uh, there's freedom, there's power, there's love, uh, there's, and, and there's forgiveness and all those things in Christ. And we can move in his power. We can be healthy spiritually, emotionally in these areas through Christ. So Ephesians chapter 1, I'm actually just going to read verse number 1 this morning. And I, I want to take a bit and introduce a little bit of the book of Ephesians this morning. So in verse 1, the Bible says, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, to the saints which are at Ephesus, and to the faithful in Jesus Christ. So when we talk about, let's talk about this. We see, first of all, that Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God. So he identifies himself. Usually it's how it happens in, in the books. A lot of times the author identifies himself at the beginning, which is true here. So the Apostle Paul is writing this. Uh, we know that he was doing these on what we call his missionary journeys. This probably would have been his third missionary journey. You would actually look into Acts chapter 19, and that would give you an idea of his time in Ephesus, give you an understanding a little bit of the conflict and the battles taking place. As a matter of fact, if you read through the book of Acts and, the, and through Paul's three missionary journeys, uh, what you're going to find is you're going to find that there was just a lot, you know, he was planning these churches, but it took a lot of toll on him 
and those who journeyed with them. And but in the midst of these places that wanted nothing to do with Jesus, these amazing churches kept sprouting up, and Ephesus was one of them. So when Paul would leave, he'd plant this church and often pastor some of them or leave someone to pastor. In this case, we believe he probably pastored this church for a couple of years. When he would leave, he'd write letters back to these churches, trying to encourage them. And that's where we get what we call the Pauline epistles, the Pauline letters. So he's writing a letter back to Ephesus. It's to encourage them, but obviously it's to instruct them in theology and in doctrine and things of that nature. And so this is a letter written to Ephesus. Now, remember something when you study. We look at chapter divisions and we look at verse divisions. Those were not placed in there by, by God, the authors, by the apostles. They were actually placed in there later by preachers who recognized that it was hard for people to follow along, so they just broke it up in verse numbers. So the number divisions, the chapter divisions themselves are not inspired. Uh, frankly, it's just a simple way for us to break it up. So we see a few chapters in the book of Ephesians. Really what it ends up being is what we're seeing is one letter given and broken up. So we're, we're gonna look at the beginning of that letter, verse one. So we see Paul, who is the author here. Now Paul obviously uh, was an apostle. He was part, at one point he was a Pharisee. Uh, he was one of the most zealous in that field until, until Jesus confronted him on the road to Damascus while he was going down there to persecute more of, his follow, of Jesus' followers. He was confronted. Uh, he ended up being blind until he goes back and he ends up finding his salvation and, and takes that zeal against Christ and puts it right back in to serving Christ and became a great uh, servant and soldier for Jesus Christ. What I want us to see here is a phrase in this verse, because we'll dig down a little more in verse one again and two tomorrow, but I, or Monday, but I want us to look at this idea where he says, to the saints which are at Ephesus and to the faithful in Christ Jesus. I want to take the last few minutes and we'll think about that phrase, in Christ Jesus. What does that mean? Well, the simple thought obviously would be that that person has been saved. So when we get saved, our identity shifts. And the most simplistic way to put it would be before we get saved, we are, we're in, well, we're in the family of Satan. Uh, we're following Satan, we're following our own ideas, we're following the lies of the world and of Satan, which we know are empty, but we just don't understand why. Um, and yet when we get saved, we, we leave that and we are adopted, the Bible says, into the family of God. And in that adoption, we get a new name, we get a new identity in that. And so we're in Christ. And so there's several things. Now, we look at this, we understand that we get a new identity. Our identity, we used to think was, okay, my identity's in my job or my identity's in my income or in my house or in my family. And while those things are good, uh, those things themselves are weak foundations because if what happens if things go struggle in my job? What if problems in my home? If my identity is found in my accomplishments, then if I'm not accomplishing much, I have a weak identity. If my identity as the world is found in, the world wants our identity today to be found in so many, we'll dig into that later, but in so many things that are weak, weak, weak foundations, kind of like Peter walking on the water. His, 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 as long as his confidence was in Jesus, he was great on the water. The moment he was overwhelmed by the circumstances, well, obviously the foundation gave out. If we're, our, our identity is in our circumstantial things, we are going to, be, we're going to struggle with that. If our identity is in what other people think of us, we're going to struggle with that. So we must start with our identity in Christ. Let me give you an example. God has kind of reworked mine. If I were to state mine, I don't state this to sound good. I state this just to share what God has put into my life. I initially, someone asked me a long time ago, so to place my identity, I probably would have started as a pastor and then worked my way down from there. Honestly, I've had to rework it. And so to me, the way I would state my identity, I would start as I'm a Christian. 
starts. I am a, a believer in Christ. That is what establishes who I am. From there, I'm a husband, I'm a father, well, then I'm a pastor. And that was important for me to be able to work. Where does my priority go? Where's my identity found in? And it starts in Christ. And so let me give you just a couple thoughts about this, what it means to be in Christ. When we're Christ, we have a new home. We have a new destiny. Uh, we have a new confidence in Christ. Um, we are to be faithful. We are blessed. Technically, Ephesians, we'll talk later, but what we are chosen. Uh, we are forgiven. Uh, we can know the will of God. We are reconciled to God. We have a new inheritance. We have a new hope. We have the Holy Spirit. Frankly, everything that established who we were before salvation is gone and everything's brand new. We have a hope. We have a reason. We have a destiny. We have all these things in front of us. That is what we now can say we have in Christ. So the question comes, I would start with this, as we talk about identity, the identity we find in the book of Ephesians that we're going to look at is our identity in Christ. So it's kind of concluding we've been saved. So I would ask the question, do you know for sure you're saved? Now, please understand, I didn't ask if you're religious, if you go to church. I asked, has there ever been a time when you have put your faith in Jesus Christ and you've accepted Jesus as your Savior, you've been saved? Does your faith in, in, for heaven, for eternity, is it found in Christ alone? That's the key. I'm not at, you know, church won't help me. My good works don't do anything for me. Baptism is not part of this. My identity, my salvation is found in Christ alone, in his work on the cross, which brings reconciliation to me and God. It's not anything I do. The only thing I can do is accept the gift that God has offered to me. It's the only thing I can do. Then I gain this new identity. By the way, if I believe I earn my right in Christ, well, then I can lose it. If I understand Bible teaches that I, my, my, my identity in Christ was given to me by Christ, my salvation is given to me and bought by Christ to give to me, well, then I can't lose something that I did not earn. So I, we're going to look at and really ask the question in the beginning, what is really my identity? And then we're going to look over the next you know, several weeks, examining the book of Ephesians and understanding what does it mean? What does the Bible say about my identity in Christ? Well, I hope you stick with us. I hope you'll be encouraged by it. I hope you share it with others. And our desire is just not to find a bunch of ideas that I have, but just what does the Bible say plainly? What does the Bible say and what does it mean to me? That's our goal. And that's what we're going to try and do over the next several weeks. Hope it's an encouragement. Hope it's a help. Hope you stick with us and join us and allow the Word of God to be the thing that brings encouragement to you. Thanks for joining us this week and being part of this. I hope it's encouragement. Again, we invite you Sunday morning to join us at 10 o'clock in person or online. And again, back again Monday as we continue in the book of Ephesians. Thanks again for joining us and we look forward to seeing you again on Monday.